you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're having a, a <laughs> talk in the pre-show uh, here, Ricky Scurvy. We're all talking about Sinbad and the lack of a movie where he played a genie. And we all just sort of decided, well, he, he just dressed like a genie and he had the personality of a guy who'd grant your wishes. But Patrick Leo's got it right. Sinbad was great and necessary roughness. Underrated football movie that under uh, that uh, uh, necessary roughness. I gotta watch that. We gotta find out if it's on Amazon Prime. Scott Bakula's in it. I know. I, that's why I'm kind of surprised. I don't know if I ever saw it. I was like when he was in that movie. I was. I think it was around the time Quantum Leap started. Yeah, I believe and I was, was like a huge. I became a quickly a huge fan of Quantum Leap because it was time travel. I don't like anything time travel. Here, I'll see yeah. if it's if it's on uh, Amazon Prime Video. Speaking yeah, of eighties, speaking of eighties and nineties movies, Stand and Deliver. Uh, is uh, apparently the 80s movie from which NXT is taking inspiration for their latest TakeOver. TakeOver Stand and Deliver officially announced as a two-day event, April 7th and 8th. Necessary Roughness is on Prime Video. Maybe I'll make that one of your punishment movies so we can enjoy one, and then you can watch General Commander, uh, the Steven Seagal movie. Very well. So anyways... um, yeah, so that there was two. Uh, I, I, well, before, I wouldn't. Cut, one of them is game changing because it introduces new titles. Yeah, the other one before, is two day takeover. Before we get too deep into takeover, do you want to talk about this a little bit from uh, WrestleVotes? I put it on the top of the notes. This one, it's oh yeah, sure. One sentence, but uh, you know, center on the topic of stand and deliver uh, WrestleMania week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick news brief this. here. Yeah. yeah, quick little bit of news here. Uh, this is from WrestleVotes. I tweeted this out today. Quote, hearing that WrestleMania, sorry, hearing the WrestleMania card is not close to finalized and most of it is back to square one. Whoa. Even, even for recent Vince standards, 29, 29 days out is bad. I have, I have, I, I will almost guarantee that the plan to get that title on Lashley was originally going to be number one, probably only happened like a month ago because of all how quickly all that happened. Lashley got the title, but Vince is like, Oh shit. I really like the title on Lashley and we are 29 days away from WrestleMania. I don't want to take it off him now, but I've got drew McIntyre. So they're going to add Sheamus to the match and he'll eat the pin from Lashley and not make Drew look too bad, and then they'll just have Drew do something else. That's entirely but, possible. But if WrestleVotes is correct, they don't even know. 
that that's yeah. going to be the case. But that's just one that's just one match on a card that's going to span two days. Probably, well, I think last year there was 16 matches or something like that. 14? There was a lot. Yeah. Okay, so let's go down some obvious ones. While we're talking about it, why not? We're a podcast. Well, I mean, um, I mean, so Roman. We know one set. Edge. One set. That's set. And we know Sasha versus Bianca. That wouldn't surprise me if there that was still in a state of flux because Bailey's either going to host, which yeah. is possible, or I still say you add her to that match. I think that's probably still a smart move. She's been doing literally nothing. Yeah, she hasn't been doing she, anything. Even if she was going to host, I'd say, man, you got like you got to announce that or something. Mm-hmm. You got to figure that one out. I mean, yeah. oh, dude, clearly we're going to get. The Fiend versus Randy Orton in a Firefly Funhouse, probably yeah. Inferno match or something. There's going to be like an added thing to that, but it's you know it's going to involve fire and Randy Orton's history and Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, so those are solid. The Raw Women's Championship, I I mean that's that's got to be Charlotte. I'll put versus it this Oscar, way: you'd think so. The Raw Women's Title is going to be Charlotte in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how long. So is Oscar actually out because of the tooth? It was that a concussion. She's out. I think so for yeah. now. Okay, yeah. so that's that's up in the air. But you got to think that's going to include Charlotte, Oscar, Rhea Ripley in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, they might do a. They really should do a gauntlet match. That's what they should do. But since it's Mania, they won't because that takes up a lot of time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The way everybody, you know, there's so many uh, women on Raw are vying for a, you know that WrestleMania spot. I mean, the alternative is just to have like a six, like a six pack challenge or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, dude, look, I know Mandy Rose wants in, and 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 her ta- and Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke wants in, but dude, you've got three names that make all the sense in the world because they all have history: Oscar, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley, Charlotte. Just toss them in the match. You know what? Triple threats for everybody. Why not? And I know that's not going to happen, but you know, those are uh, those are your options. Night right by night, so let's just make it a six woman ladder match. That'd, that'd be, be good cool. too. Yeah, that'd, that'd be good be cool. too. That'd be good. I like that. That's good. Nobody looks bad. They yep. win. Um, but like for the tag titles, you know, who knows? Uh, uh, you know, I mean, they're 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 kind of going back to New Day versus Hurt Business. Um, they have a title match on Raw next week. Were all were both sets of tag titles defended? I mean, the tag titles are such an afterthought these days. Yeah. Like, isn't it still like rude? How many times is rude? And I don't think they defended them since they won them, won them from the Street Profits. They might but that'll have probably be the match. It'll be Street time. Profits. It'll be Street Profits versus Rude and Dolph. Like, if they, yeah, probably. Let's see here. Okay. Jorge so. D says Shane versus Braun. That seems a certainty at this point. Um. Okay. So last year we had a triple t- triple threat tag team. I'm sorry, triple threat ladder match for SmackDown's tag team. Titles and oh, that was had, a singles one. That was uh, Jimmy versus yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and then they had Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. night for the Raw ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean you're right. It's gonna be Rude Ziggler versus the Street Profits, and then uh, yeah, maybe New Day versus Hurt Business. That makes the most sense, I guess. I mean, those are just that, that's that's just probably gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. depending, so Riddle has a match against Ali coming up here. Depending on how that turns out, maybe they'll just put that again at Mania. Like I, I could see Ali. 
if they really want to help out Retribution a little bit and mix things up, have Ali win that damn title off Matt Riddle. I know. They don't have anything else for Riddle. At least Ali Ali has like a story going on. I know. You know, know. amongst his own guys. Uh maybe they'll they'll keep this biggie Apollo Cruz thing going till Mania. That seems likely. Yeah. That's especially likely. now that Christian signed with AEW, so you can't do Christian versus Big True. E for the Intercontinental can't title. Do that. So. The main event we never got on main yep. event. Main yeah. event, main event. So uh so yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when, when they don't have anything else going on, they come up with some pretty good stuff, just you know. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, with the level of talent they have, you can just plop in these. And most of these wrestlers have histories with the have history with each other anyway. They're setting up some decent stories. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wonder if it's like things might not be finalized, but they're starting the stories that they think are going to be final for the matches at Mania. So I don't put too much stock into like, oh, this is going to be a you know shit show. It's like whatever. You got a bunch of good good players out there. Let them just wrestle, and you'll be fine. Oh, oh yeah, Jason Shane B- and Braun. I mean, that's come on, yeah. that's that's solid. Jason that's Bateman didn't necessary, necessary roughness too. I forgot about that. Jason Bateman's in that really? That's cool. Yeah, star-studded cast. Hector Elizondo. Hector Elizondo uh, great. Kathy Ireland's in it, of course. Yeah, kind of surprised she didn't become a bigger star after that. And then who else we got here? Is oh. Terry Crews in it? No, not Terry Crews. Um, uh, 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 uh Debo. Uh, don't think so. No, really. He. I feel like don't that's a movie so. he should have been in. Don't think so. Uh, Tiny before Tiny Lister. Uh, Sinbad is in it though. He's great. Does he play a genie in it? No. All right. Well, we'll watch Unnecessary Roughness. Uh, so, anyways, let's get to NXT. Uh, yeah, like I said, two uh, according to Regal, game-changing announcements. Takeover, stand and deliver. My favorite, Edward James. Wait, who was in that movie? Uh, yeah, Edward James almost in uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, I believe. Lou Diamond Phillips, who was terrific as Richie Valens in La Bamba. And, of course, Edward James almost. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be two nights, April 7th and 8th. That's good stuff. Seems like we're going to get, I would imagine, uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Oh, yes. Uh, and then uh, uh, what should we call it? Uh, we're getting uh, Finn Balor versus Finn Balor Karrion Cross. It would versus seem Karrion Cross. They keep on teasing. Also, worlds collide. Do you think that they're just going to bring Walter over to do Walter versus Champa because Champa wants a piece of Walter? That could be because it seems like uh, Jordan Devlin. Well, definitely he's coming over. Yeah. So instead of like a worlds collide, they're probably just going to have some worlds collide-ish matches uh, mm-hmm. at 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 stand and Take deliver. Over. I think so, yeah. Holy crap! Champa versus Walter, Devlin versus uh, Santos Escobar. This is that's a that's a stack lineup right there. And then you yep. got Io Shirai probably versus Raquel Gonzalez. Yep. Which brings us to announcement number two. Uh, he has the entire women's division, like the most stacked division probably in all of wrestling. Not women's or men's, just straight up whatever division stacked. Yep. Stacked. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, please step forward. So they come in. He says, "I'm sick and tired of waiting." And for what you went through in the Dusty Classic. Now you are the new NXT Women's Champions. And they're like, wow, there's two more women's champions? There's like three three women's women's champions champions all of a sudden? And so, uh, and then he reiterates, he's like, oh, congratulations. You definitely deserve being the women's tag team champions in NXT. Clarified. I mean, there's two uh, belts. They look the same. You you kind of put together that he does. We all kind of know what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he realized it. And then he reiterated, "Here you go, here are your championships now." And then, uh, of course, uh, uh, that didn't last very long because Shotzi, Blackheart, Ember Moon show up. Yeah, and they're like, "Whoa, hold on a second, there." Uh, 
Though Dakota Kai first gets on the mic and she's like, this really is the most talented division in the world. And we beat all of you. Yeah. And and she notices Mercedes Martinez, I believe, shaking her head. And she said, don't shake your head at me. We beat you too. We dominated <laughs> so much that they had to create these titles for us. And Raquel said, this is just the first step of us taking over the whole world, the whole planet Earth. She says, we're going to have these for a long time. Oh, nope. why would that's you say tell. that? That's a tell because that's wow. when Shotzi and Ember walk out. And Ember says, hey, you're the champs. You're going to need challengers. It says, uh, we met in the finals of Dusty Cup. That match could have gone either way. So let's have a match tonight. It would been great if Zach Gibson came yes. down. <laughs> Look at you. Absolute mm. unit. <laughs> Dude, Soon to be recognized division. as yes, the women's well. tag team champion. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so yeah. They, they challenge him and Regal's like, oh, yeah, so cool. Yeah, we'll make history tonight. Yes, We'll do indeed. this again. And then uh, Io Shirai makes her way down the ring for her NXT Women's title bout against mm-hmm. Tony Storm. This is a fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Early on, Io's working over Tony's back and kind of midsection. Uh, she uh, in control for a bit. Tony turns tables. When she misses an elbow drop, Io starts to come back at a 619 missile drop kick. It's a two. Uh, Tony hits, uh, hits Io with a superplex. Falls with a sliding clothesline, German suplex gets a two. Uh, this this next bit was great. So uh, Tony goes for a clothesline. Io does the Matrix thing, mm-hmm. and then while she's kind of you know arched over backwards, Tony drops an elbow on her. Mm-hmm. Thought that was great. It's yeah. another sliding clothesline. Sends Io out to the apron. She's looking for Storm Zero there. Instead, Io backdrops her, hits some moonsault to the floor. She goes up top. Uh, Io or sorry, Tony uh, takes her off the top rope, power bombs her. That gets a two count. Goes for Storm Zero. EO escapes that. Palm strike. Locks in the cross face. Tony gets to the ropes. Uh, EO hits corner knees. Goes for the moonsault. Misses. That allows Tony to hit a Storm Zero. EO kicks out. Uh, Storm goes up to the top. Goes for the diving headbutt. Misses. EO locks on the cross face. Tony has to tap out. Uh, Jorge D has a really good point here in our Twitch live Twitch chat. <clears throat> he says we could potentially have Steve doing Zach Gibson, Ellie Knight, and Walter all in a single show. It sounds exhausting for you. Oh, it's exciting. It's like the per- it's like you know the rat and ratatouille. I just got the perfect recipe, perfect ingredients. Yeah, for the the perfect show right there. Anyways, uh, but I'm not gonna be doing NXT next week uh, because the intern's gonna be doing it instead uh, with you. Uh, because I'm going to be watching the Snyder Cut at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, assuming that's when it actually drops. And I'll be doing it live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. So be sure to join me for that. Uh, you know, if you sh- find out it starts at 9, let me know. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on them. If it starts at 9, I'll be starting at 9, and I'll let you know in advance. But, uh, but yeah, anyways. After uh, that, we had a Finn Balor promo. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, me and Adam Cole are the two biggest names in NXT history. Cole was talking tough last week when he had a bunch of rest holding back. Well, remember, you're a one-man act now. There's no one to hold you back, and there's no one to back you up. Tonight, it's two of them face-to-face in the NXT title. He says, I beat you, Adam Cole, for this title, and I'll beat you to keep it. Now, Steve, you can do your LA night. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me talk to you, Larson. Last week, everybody thought it'd be my in-ring debut. Oh, oh they're wrong. If anyone can step up, find the tingle in their loins, they're going to find out what L.A. Knight is like, and that's a fact of life, dummy. Yeah, 
Bronson Reed attacks as soon as he's wrapping up his interview. <laughs> he grabs him by the throat. He's great. He starts doing the spree well. Oh. It's like one hand out there grabs him by the throat. It was awesome. <laughs> right. Like a Darth Vader stuff, but like physically. Uh, yeah. And he was like, oh, mate, I'm going to get you. And then he's like, oh, no, don't put your hands on me. Dummy. So this is my time. This is, this is it's LA Knight's time. I'll be honest with you, like like this episode of NXT was fine. It was good. It was all right. Like, they're, they're, the, 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 the main event, four-star affair. You yeah, know, I thought match. it was a great match, right? It's kind of the highlight of the thing. I, I'm not huge on – I mean, now we're getting in the nutshell after we've already done a couple segments. I'm not huge on the tag title thing, to be honest. No, I like the women's tag title. I'm not huge on Raquel and, and Dakota dropping it, like, immediately. I get – it Go feels ahead. like they've been slow burning this Raquel vying for the women's title story for a long time and then suddenly fast tracking it. You know, that's kind of what it feels like. Like, I feel like they've had several opportunities to break them up uh, and they didn't do it. And then now they're, you know, we're what, less than a month away or about a month away from, no, less than a month away from takeover. And now they feel like, oh, we got to, you got to speed this thing along. So I kind of feel like if you're going to have them break up Raquel and Dakota, like they should have a little bit of a, a feud uh, before Raquel contends for that woman's title, right? They're going to break up after she wins the title. It's going to be she's going to win the title with Dakota in her corner, and then Dakota's going to turn on her so she can get her hands on the title. Like Eddie Kingston says, the title does crazy things. It's true. So I think I think Raquel's going to get it first, and then we're going to see the breakup maybe like on the post. And Dakota's be like, oh, like I I'm the one that really carried this team. Blah blah blah. Yeah, right. Which if you look at any tape, including last night's. Clearly not the case, but that's that's the case she's going to make. No, I think my problem with NXT last night was simply that Larson. I, I these days I just like I, I like goofy. I like I like comedy. You know, I like the high drama stuff, but I need a balance of characters. Like I need more LA Knight in my programming. Need I need more Austin Zach theory. Gibson. That that was a huge. They were missing, not missing, missing. They were they had like one segment where they basically just sort of recapped what happened backstage. And then the way we're gone more way better. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of them. I, I but you know, it, it's sort of when you take, there's no camera grimes. When you take that element out of it, it reverts to what your point about NXT sometimes is that everybody's just a badass in the men's division anyways. And that's totally true. That's why when you have Cameron grimes, when you have the way, mm-hmm. when you have even guys like Kushida show up, even Swerve, who yeah, he's a badass, but he's kind of got dimension and he's 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 very charismatic. And Leon yeah, yeah. Ruff, who had one brief promo, man, what oh, is with my camera, camera today? Yeah, um, it adds much more character dimension to the show, and so you strip away some of those characters and you're left with a bunch of brooding badasses. Which mm-hmm. doesn't make for the most compelling show. It's in the not world. a terribly like, dynamic show, then. No. Last no. week's was awesome. I thought last week was a really, really fun show because you had so much more going on in terms of the character stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. thought that this week, like this next match here, Pete Dunn versus Jake Atlas. I mean, Jake Atlas is always fun to watch. Pete Dunn is is a lot of fun to watch. But essentially, it was just you know a vehicle for him to get on the mic afterwards uh, because he handles Atlas pretty easily. Atlas gets in whatever. But he ends up tapping him out. Uh, Dunn mm-hmm. ends up tapping uh, Jake Atlas out. Mm-hmm. Gets on the mic, says, I might have come up in the UK, but make no mistake, I'm the best in the world. This time of year, everyone steps their game up. Step to me, and what just happened to Atlas is going to happen to you too. Yeah, um, he says, I'm the best technical wrestler in the world, and I dare someone to try and prove me wrong. And I hear that, and I'm like, oh, Daniel Bryan, wrestle a takeover, please. 
Yeah, that'd be great. I wonder, is there anybody Worlds Collide sort of uh, overseas is there anybody... or anybody in NXT? Well, it's Kushida. Yeah, that's probably going to be. That's got to be the thing, right? I think so. I mean, I'm totally down for that. I think that'd be maybe, a great Maybe idea. they signed Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish. I wish. I wish. Man, if they treated their people better, he totally would have signed there. Um, Coffin rating with a party of three. Thanks, intern. Look at Thank that. Thank you, intern. Look at that. Filling our I mean, ranks my, here. My heart wants it to be Daniel Bryan because I think that'd be incredible. I'm sure Daniel Bryan would be all about that. Oh, absolutely. It probably is going to happen. It'll probably be Kushida, and that match will be great. No disrespect to Kushida. I thought he's especially the, the, the story with, with Gargano. I thought he was doing really good stuff. I mean, he's a legend. Kushida's a legend. The hell is Brian going to do at WrestleMania? I don't know. Fight Pete Dunn. Um, so uh, if it's Kushida, it's not that I'll be disappointed. That'll be good. But if Daniel Bryan's on his last, you know, his last run, let him have a match or two at NXT. I think that'd be pretty huge. I get the feeling we'll get that match at some point, but Daniel Bryan, Daniel, he ain't going away anytime soon, man. I think I kind of think that 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 his 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 promo last week on SmackDown, where he talked about I put myself on the back burner, want to be a dad. I wonder how much of that, like, if there's any truth to that. Like, he's thinking, man, you know, yeah, I could back burner myself, but I'm actually. I wonder if maybe the schedule that he has now with pandemic and stuff is like, and on top of that, doing creative stuff. I wonder if he if he has found a good balance. You know, sometimes you stay at home, you just go crazy. And I wonder if he's like, man, like, yeah, being a dad's great, but I also really enjoy wrestling. And maybe yeah. it took him sort of considering staying away from it to, like, realize, man, like, I, I don't think he's going to be like a 300, you know, no, day a no. week guy. Obviously, I don't think those are going to exist anymore, to be honest 300 with you. day a week guy. He's got that Rawgate technology, man. He's Apparently. like, <laughs> between now and Monday, like I'm going to Groundhog's Day situation, man. <laughs> He's going to go a year between now and Friday. Um, 300 day a year guy. I don't think those are going to exist anymore outside of Rawgate technology. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I wonder how much of that might have been, like, real. Like, no, I kind of want to stick around. Well, I mean, you know, there I was, can do there a day a week, you know. There was, I think he's done interviews where he said, you know, hey, this is kind of like my last year. My contract runs out. I think it's September. After that. You know, it wasn't like he's going to stop wrestling. He's going to focus more on being a dad. I don't think this is this is new information by any stretch. Um, but you I mean it's entirely possible. You know, people go through their lives and they reevaluate their situation and, and change courses. And so, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, then that's what he wants to do. Sometimes but, it just takes being home for like thinking, oh man, I really just want to sit at home and be a dad. And then you're like at home, and the wife's there and the kids there, and you're like. I really just want to go back to work now. <laughs> hey, man, we got laid off. I was at home with Alabama. It was just me and her because Lacey was going back to work. And I love I love those days. Like, I super bonded with my kid and everything. But at a certain point, I was like, like, what age can we just dump her off at the preschool now? Like, it was, it was like at 18 months. I was like, all right, it's probably time now. I love those days. But at a certain point, I was like, I just really want to be productive now. Uh, Imperium, they're trying to be productive and recruiting Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. They don't want to be at home with their kids. (laughs) Marcel Bartel, it's like, uh, hey, the entire NXT universe is talking about what we proposed to Thatcher a long time ago. They created something special, something so unique that no one will be able to represent it like they did. Uh, What he wants Tim to do is take his spot together. They'll take what has always been theirs. Eichner pipes in, says, hey, Tim, we're here for you. 
but if you need to ask your for pen, friend for permission, bring him along. We'll make it work because mm. we're taking over. We have all sorts of track suits we can offer old man Champa. We'll bring him along. He'll be our United States ambassador. You'll be our Sacramento ambassador. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, quick breaking news here. Jorge D's dropping some ratings here. AEW fourth in the demo with a 0.32, but 743,000 in viewership, down 200,000 from last week. Mm. NXT, 25th in the demo with a 0.18, 691,000 viewership. Um, so they sort of maintained more or less. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a quick Leon Ruff video, Matt Chat question. We'll really nicely film Matt Chat question. Yeah, yeah, it was all done in, in like pretty tight close-up too. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, it was nicely lit and everything, and he was basically... Uh, calling out Swerve, he says, "I busted my ass to get here too, and it wasn't." He said, luck. "He said I knew Swerve was a snake the first time I met him." That's right. He said, "It wasn't luck when I beat you two weeks ago." He says, "Leon Ruff's been holding it down since day one, and next week is going to be rough holding you down in another rough landing." That was good. Uh, next women's tag title bout: the new champions, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, taking on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember. Moon, uh, you know, this is this. I feel like this was one of the matches, especially early on, where Dakota Kai wasn't giving up the advantage every time she got tagged in. She was like kind of holding her own, yeah. But then towards the latter half of it, they just like they Dakota and Raquel like, like forgot how to be a tag team. Their tag chemistry, it was kind of bumbling towards the end. It's never really been great, they always kind of wrestled 
uh, as a tag team as two singles wrestlers wrestling right. as a tag team. Yeah. That's always kind of been their thing. Yeah. And then when they tried to work together, it just it wasn't it wasn't good. Doesn't really work all it that well. It wasn't good. It yeah. wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, so Ember, towards the end, uh, Ember gets the tag in from Shotzi, but helps Shotzi hit like a cannonball against the ropes. Then she follows with this uh, slingshot splash, I believe, on Dakota Kai. Gets her a two. Shotzi and Ember, meanwhile, when they're in the advantage, they're just tagging in back and forth. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Quick tags. Yeah. So Shotzi's back in. Uh, her and Ember Moon hit uh, Dakota with a double spine buster. Raquel uh, is in. She breaks that pin with a sleeper on uh, Ember. Or sorry, Shotzi. Shotzi breaks that up with a jawbreaker. And then Ember tries for an eclipse. Raquel catches her, tries to power bomb her. Uh, Ember blocks it, still over by the ropes. And and like Shotzi and Dakota Kai are kind of sparring a little bit. And Shotzi kind of ends up sending Dakota Kai in that direction. Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai runs into Raquel, knocks her and Moon over the top rope. Shotzi rolls up Dakota to get the win. We have new tag champs already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I give them the sort of benefit of the doubt. Like, it's funny because then you see they did. Well, I guess they had time right after they got the titles to go do their photo shoot um, because there's like photos of them with it, with the tag titles, like studio photos. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they went out. And did, but it's just kind of weird. If they like had that match and everything. And then like, I don't know when they do their photo shoots. I imagine they probably come back through the thing. There's like a photo shoot area. Yeah, hey, take so. your photos here. I don't think so. Maybe they do it for the show. Um, yeah, that could be too. That could Who be too. Uh, after that, we had an Adam Cole promo. It basically just recaps how he got to this point, and then he punctuates it by saying, Finn, if you think my first reign was special, you ain't seen nothing yet. He's like, man, I really have to figure out a new phrase for that's not that's not just a fact. It's undisputed. Because yeah. like he, although he's still wearing undisputed area gear, so yeah, I feel like that's going to change tonight. After tonight, though. You're probably right. So next, uh, Shotzi and Ember are making their way backstage. They're getting an ovation from the entire women's division, except for Candice and Indy Hartwell. They're standing around. Indy kind of starts booing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they walk <laughs> off. They walk up to Johnny Gargano. John, mm-hmm. uh, he's asking, hey, do you know where Austin Theory is? Austin walks in. It's like, hey, hey, Johnny, did you pay off the therapist last week? I like that because it indicates that Austin might have actually been watching the the NXT TV show. Yes. And so, but immediately uh, Gargano's like, yeah, therapists cost money. And that sort of threw Austin for a loop mentally. Yeah. So he's like, oh. And yeah. he's like, look, now you know how Dexter really feels about you. Austin starts to cry. And he's like, are you crying? He's like, no, I'm mad. Gargano sort of reiterates what the therapist said about his abdominal region, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, Austin rips his shirt off and says, he crossed the line, John. Yeah, it was. he's like sort of a, a dullard Hulk guy. He's like, oh, he crossed oh, the line. Great. I yeah, love that. Awesome. He ripped his shirt off. He crossed the line, then he runs off. Uh, next, Caden Carter versus Zia Lee. Uh, Caden Carter goes right after Zia Lee at the bell. Uh, however, shortly after that, Zia catches a kick, hits a back elbow, uh, eventually, she starts working over Caden Carter's leg. Um, uh, Casey walks out. Casey Cantanzaro walks out on crutches, and Zaya has Caden uh, Carter's foot kind of on the bottom turnbuckle, and, and it's like pointing to Casey and says, "I'm going to do to her what I did to you." Is about to go stomp it, and then Casey uh, hits Zaya Lee with a crutch. Mm-hmm. Ref calls for the bell, mm-hmm. uh, so Zaya rolls into the ring. Casey goes into it. She starts taking the crutch to Zaya Lee. Uh, and then Boa comes in. Casey swings at him. He catches it, breaks the crutch, tosses it out, 
And then uh, Tian Shaw looks like he's giving him some sort of sign, some sort of message. Do something. Wait, is there is it Tian Shaw or Mei Ying? It's Tian Shaw. We've had this conversation before. Oh crap! I thought Tian Shaw was the name of the friggin' faction. It's like Who's Mei Ying then? <laughs> I think Mei that Ying, was then? Tian Shaw before she uh, assumed the new identity is. Oh man. Okay. I think that's that's what the animation thing. It's like I'm shooting day for night here too. It got very blue. <laughs> It's like bright shooting and sunny day out. for night. <laughs> Pop Steve with a film or a filmmaking reference. Good. Um, it was because it was so legit and in, in like in, I know. in frustration. It's like I'm shooting day for night here. Um, Tian Shaw. So, okay, Tezzy says Tian Shaw was. I swear the conversation. I'm not gonna say because you know what? Dude, now you're like super. Yeah, dude. The sun is this climate change, dude. I think you have your thing on auto balance. Um, Cause it'll, no, it'll it's not change. what it is. It's, it's, it's the it's like the sun is going in, but there's no clouds in the sky. I don't know. It's because it's like it was cloudy earlier, and the sun, you know, when the clouds go in front of the sun, it changes the color, temperature, the light coming through the window. My memory, as and I have, I have determined, I've learned not to rely on my memory. I yeah. swear to God, you said that because in your notes you called her Mei Ying, and that the factions was Tian Sha because Tian Sha was the legend of the thing. And so they named themselves after the legend of the thing. Well, here tonight, they, they were talking about Tian Sha, like, you know, because when Boa catches I didn't crutch, notice that, but I, I was like, are, thing. I think, are and they referring to her as the faction or her as her? They referred to her as Tian Sha. Okay. So commentary right. did. I'm just going by what commentary has given me, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. So anyways, Caden hits Boa for, in the back with a piece of crutch, and then that was that. Okay, because I was waiting for them to say, oh, Mei Ying did the crush thing. And then they were like, Tian Shaw looks frustrated. I'm like, all of them? Just one? Like, they really threw us for a bit of a loop, to be honest with you. Because when they introduced, like, in their origin story, it said Tian Shaw. I was like, okay, that's her name. And then, like, you're right. They were talking about Mei Ying. And I was like... Well, I think Mei Ying, before the transformation, as illustrated in that little animated thing, it was Mei Ying, there was a transformation, and then Tian Shaw. That was my okay. understanding. All right. That's can we just? How about this? Regardless of what they say, can we agree on what the hell to call it? Well, commentary was saying Tian Shaw, so let's say Tian Shaw until uh, otherwise, until it's until it's clear that the faction as a whole. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just going by to, what I'm just going I'm just by what sticking what to going. Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph is telling me. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Sometimes he gets weird things wrong, though. Sometimes he gets, like, move names wrong. I'm like, if I know that, why doesn't he know that? Anyways. Uh, after Do the that, action, man. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. Did You you completed the uh, the thing yeah. here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After that, we had Jordan Devlin's Matt Chat question. Let's see what Jordan Devlin has to say. He said uh, he loves this time of year, mania season, but he doesn't love the Irish weather. He needs a change of scenery. He wants humidity, Larson. He says, wouldn't it be a shame if the biggest takeover ever lacked the real cruiserweight champion lucky for nxt his travel exemption was lifted he's coming to nxt next week we'll find out once and for all who the real uh, uh, cruiserweight champion is yeah i'm coming at 205 live i'm going to show him how it's done uh we get a zoe stark video package after that excuse me <laughs> night by night says i thought larson said thick joseph for a second <laughs> 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 What's up, Thick Joseph? <laughs> My favorite commentator. Oh, I'll have to remember that if we ever do uh, We Book Raw again. <laughs> um, so we get a Zoe Stark video package. Um, 
just kind of fleshing out her 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 journey to NXT. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And then uh, we get Santos Escobar arguing with Regal. Regal's like whispering for some reason. Why was he mumbling through this whole thing? Why were they just talking through each other? Like they, they, they like Santos was yeah he was like what is this all about I'm the real cruiserweight champion why is this guy and he's like okay I understand what you're saying but you need to keep your voice down son because you are the real but I'm gonna do he just kept on like they both kept on talking over each I know. other I know I know and then uh, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild step in say hey our music is playing our match is about to start Santos like let's go away take care of business I'm gonna deal with Regal. And so yeah. they do. They go. They have a match against grizzled Ooh, young veterans. How does it feel, lads, to be internationally recognized as Santos's puppets? Is this how you wanted your life to go? While you talk, while you're taking bullets for your boss, giving him massages, running his errands, we've been making an impact in this division. Drake says, "What we do to MSK is nothing compared to what you're in for tonight." Gibson says, we are grizzled young veterans, soon to be recognized as NXT's number one. Yeah. Uh, didn't quite go that way, though, because mid-match, Breezingo, as astronauts, maybe make their entrance. But no, it turns out to be MSK as astronauts. Yes. Uh, Joaquin Wilde uses the distraction to roll up Drake for the win. Grizzled young veterans attack MSK. But they use their helmets to take out grizzled young veterans. And in fact, Wesley uses his to basically what looks like break Gibson's hand against the steps using the helmet. Yeah, Gibson sold that like a million bucks. That was great. Um, Legato Del Fantasma stands in the ring amused, but not for long because Brizango attacks from behind. And then after the bad guys are dispatched of, they all do a little bit of a dance in the ring. Get a dance party. Uh, we get a quick Dakota and Raquel interview. They're all upset in the locker room. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell asked Dakota Kai a question. Kai tells her to stop asking stupid questions. Uh, Raquel says, a matter for your champs for five minutes, five hours, five days, five weeks, five years. They are in the history books as the first NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. EO then walks in, uh, steps up to Raquel and says, I want you next. And the then uh, and then Raquel says, well, all right, well, be careful what you wish for. The framing on this was nice because the interview started out with Raquel sitting down and EO comes in, Raquel stands up, and you see just how darn tall she is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After that, we had uh, a Timothy Thatcher interview. Uh, he's asked uh, what you know what his response is to Imperium trying to recruit him. Before he can say one word, Old Man Champa interrupts, says, I'm not interested in Imperium. That's my answer. But I am interested in the general across the pond holding tight to his UK title. <laughs> he first said the general. I was like, has he been watching the the TV, seeing the commercials for the general? He needs some auto insurance. I need, I need some good cheap auto insurance from the general. Uh, yeah, the general across the pond <laughs> holding tight to his NXT UK title while his uh, his his buddies do his work for him. Uh, he says, you know what they say, if you're not with them, you're against them. So how about this uh, Thatcher and Old Man Champa versus Imperium next week? That sounds good to me. And he just walks away. Thatcher doesn't say word one. Yeah, he's so got dictating terms to Thatch. I don't know how yeah, Thatcher's going to like that too much. I, mean, I don't like being told. I'd be like, whoa, hold on a second, dude. Number one, this is my interview. And he just interrupted it. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, I don't like you telling me what to do, even if yep. I agree with what you're saying. Now yep. I don't want to do any of it. Yep, exactly. So next week, that match is happening. Imperium versus Thatch and Champa. Also, Loomis versus Austin Theory. Swerve versus Leon Ruff. And L.A. Knight. Ah, ah. His in-ring debut. Ah, ah, ah. 
Tommy. Then we, uh, and then we get our main event. Adam yeah. Cole, Bebe. Holy crap. Versus Finn Balor. It's a good match. This is a terrific match. I mean, the thing is, uh, I don't know. It, you kind of, when you say Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the title, right? If it's a takeover, it's like one thing. But given this is NXT TV, and you kind of know where things are going, this is gonna this is gonna sound like such a bummer thing. I can totally appreciate really good wrestling. Yeah, totally. But it's a match I've seen before mm-hmm. that was stellar, mm-hmm. and you know how it's gonna end. Yeah, and that kind of sucks the drama out of it, you know. Yeah, it does. So I mean, yeah, the it only- was cool that we got a last shot for two. It was cool we got a Panama Sunrise for two. Yeah, everybody hit their stuff. Yeah, it's good storytelling. But then body parts were worked, limbs were worked over. Yeah, all that. And then you know, at the end, somehow Kyle O'Reilly. I was not expecting metalhead Kyle O'Reilly. He had his he had his metal vest, his Metallica shirt. Didn't have a bunch of cool patches on it. Like well, it's mine. work in progress, perhaps. You, you know? know, maybe he should get this WWF patch. It came from maybe Singapore. He should get a bunch of NXT patches, like when they're yeah, at the download cool. festival and stuff. You know, it's those kind of patches on there. And then like uh, HBK be like, "Whoa, that's my jam right there." And he gets yeah. that on a hat, you know. <laughs> I didn't get that on a hat exactly. So, uh, so, so anyways, his, his uh, hair was yeah. kind of like his hair was kind of like John Travolta from Greece. So he looked kind of like a like a street tough from like a yeah. What was that movie? I meant you mentioned it before. The Jets and the Sharks. Oh, uh, West Side Story. It was sort of a cross between West Side Story and Greece. Yeah. Know? And Razor Ramon when he showed up in WCW. So the, we'll go over to the end here. Uh, so Adam Cole set up, or hits Panama Sunrise, gets up a two. He's setting up for a last shot. Uh, Finn instead tosses him out of the ring. And so Adam Cole uses the barricade to pull himself up. And while he's doing that, he sees Kyle O'Reilly making his way over. And he's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Finn hits uh, Cole with Tope. Uh, then Finn shoots a quick glare over to Kyle O'Reilly. Tosses oh so then hits a 1916 on the floor yeah tosses Cole back in the ring hits a coup de gras for the win mm-hmm. after that metalhead Kyle O'Reilly hops over the barricade Finn basically invites him into the ring just goes go ahead uh, and so Kyle O'Reilly kneels in front of Adam Cole and Adam Cole's like oh I'm sorry you're still my brother he tries to low blow him then Kyle mm-hmm. O'Reilly catches it mm-hmm. takes off Adam Cole's undisputed era armband throws it at him. Starts pummeling him with punches. Mm-hmm. Of course, we do this whole thing where the rest separate him. Kyle O'Reilly breaks out, fights some more. Eventually, at one point, he's on the floor and he, he punches uh, 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 referee Drake. Yeah, uh, a bunch more refs come out. Uh, and then eventually, uh, they just, all this kind of goes up backstage. Go back in the ring. Finn's standing up, and he senses a presence behind him. And you just this said, was really well. This was really cool. Done, yeah. He says, "What took you so long?" And the camera oh. kind of pans around and back, and there's Carrion Cross. Friggin' thick talk, Carrion Cross. Yeah, dude is huge. I mean, especially he's compared massive. to Finn, who's basically a cruiserweight. Friggin' Cross is huge. Yeah, that was that was a really great moment. I love that his Spidey sense was going off. What took you so long? So a lot of people here in chat are mentioning. Uh, what do you think the deal with uh, Kyle Riley's elbow was? I didn't notice it during the show. But everybody else in chat did because I was like like getting the stream ready. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's a picture of his uh, just on WWE.com. If you go to WWE.com, yeah, his elbow. Good lord, yeah, that's gnarly. There's something going on there. Look like Val Kilmer's in. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could in, be it. In Heat, you ever see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. No, not not the movie, but Val Kilmer's elbow in it. Yeah, I've seen Heat. Have you seen Val Kilmer's elbow in it? Yes, I've seen Heat, Steve. Well, that's what I was asking. 
Yes, I've seen Heat several times. I'm well aware of Val Kilmer's well, elbow. Listen, when I saw Heat, I hadn't noticed his elbow. That's why I'm specifying. Did you notice the elbow? Yeah, when the first time I saw it in the movie theaters, I noticed. Like, why is this? He's got that that it's like fluid that collects in there. Look at Kyrie. Yeah, I see it. I saw. I saw. I saw. I think it's huge. It's like he's grown another Kyle O'Reilly in there. It's like that time Adam Cole had that other Adam Cole in his head. Mm-hmm. Then he got it taken off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look at what. You've grown another Kyle O'Reilly on that thing? What's going on there? Anyways, let's answer some questions. I have a thread right here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, so I'm going to answer some questions there. Sure. I got one here from Organ Grinder. How is Theory Loomis going to play out? I don't think Theory is going to tremble in fear like Loomis's past opponents. I, they need to get Theory like an actual win over Dexter Loomis. I don't know if they're going to do it, but... If they do, it'll probably be with uh, Gargano helping them out. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rich probably asked that question during the show because it seemed kind of obvious. <laughs> Rich. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, Dirty Rich says, with Kyle O'Reilly wearing uh, a Metallica shirt. Do you have a Metallica shirt on too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. With the denim vest. What band t-shirt would you rock with the denim vest? Denim vest. And he says, no Radiohead, no Plus Crier, no REM. I like well, I mean, that those if, would be my if, if we're rocking the metal vest, it's got to be some sort of band that's like, you know, like heavy, hard rock metal type stuff. For me, it'd be down. I used to listen to their second album all the time back in the day. Uh, probably for me, it'd be Mastodon. Oh, there you go. That's good. Uh, Boss Bradley with the sub for 11 months, but Boss Bradley says 11 whole days. Yeah, <laughs> 11 years in one week. Uh, Alex C., if you guys were a team called Stand and Deliver, which one is Stand and which one is Deliver? Wow, what a great question. Hmm. Well, what do you think of when you think of Stand? I mean, I feel like I just want to stand there and do a whole lot of nothing. I just think, I, when I think when I hear Stand, I think Travolta doing this in Pulp Fiction. It sounds like me, too. I mean, I clearly think that there are more uh, days in a week than there are in a year. Or no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Like, what do you think of when you think Deliver? Uh, I mean, I come think Postmates. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you come through with a pinch, you know? You can be counted mm-hmm. on. You deliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that applies to either of us, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, so I think it'd just be like stand and stand. I think so. Milling about, milling about. I think that's kind of what it is. <laughs> Can it be sit and sit? Because I like my chair. Go. I like my office Same. chair. Let I'm nap and nap. Chair, but yes, yeah. Nap you don't. Nap. You don't nap. So it'd be like nap and wake up too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nap and tired. <laughs> nap and tired. There you go. Perfect. I get to be nap. You get to be tired. Wolfpack for life. How will the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles? affect the other women tag titles booking. Well, that's the point. It won't at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those that that this is going to stay on main roster now. You know what I wonder? Are they ever going to explain why Adam Pierce did what he did last week? I mean, I think you kind of just uh, gather that he came and said, "I did what I, I want could these do." Titles to stay on Raw, or like you know, hey. I was here watching over the. I don't know. I, you can't really surmise anything. They should explain it, to be honest with you. They yeah, they really should. should. Yeah. They really should. Uh, favorite customer when grizzled young veterans are finally tag team champions. What's the next theme they'll s- soon be recognized as? Oh, man. Uh, the greatest NXT tag team champions of all time. I mean, you know, he seemed really proud. Of, yeah, yeah. He seemed, uh, Zach Gibson seemed really proud about his knowledge of his hometown. He was giving a tour to uh, James Drake at one point of Liverpool. Uh, at next, he's going to be soon to be recognized as Orlando's top tour guide. There you, you know? go. Yeah. All the all the spots the locals, locals go to, not just, you know, the theme parks. Mm-hmm. This is a great question. Carl Reed, Carl D. Reed II, which is a great name also. But it sort of speaks to how we think of people and how they're powerful. Okay. Okay. If a WWE superstar were to go to AEW, do you think his stock would be higher with the fans if he were coming from NXT or the main roster? He says an example. Would Bobby Roode or Ricochet be a bigger deal if they went to AEW coming from NXT or now? He says, Mm. or like Rhea Ripley or Adam Cole not yet being fully on main roster, would they still be a big deal to even casual fans? I, I presuppose that neither is necessarily factors into it. It's what's the hot hand. Io Shirai coming to AEW now would be a bigger deal than if she were to go a year after and after what she does now and a and and like a really underwhelming main roster streak. I will say this though, uh speaking to Ricochet's case, now he's been on the main roster what a couple years and it really hasn't done apart from a brief US title thing hasn't done a whole lot. Now, if he were to show up on AEW, yes, he hasn't done a ton on main roster, but knowing what he can do, it would be pretty damn exciting because, oh, he's finding a situation where, at least in theory, he could f- fully showcase his full skill set, and that's pretty damn exciting. It is. I think that's uh, that's a great take on it, but I think in terms of fan enthusiasm just in the moment, like, for example, Aleister Black is a great example. He has been a, a massive, massive on, failure. I read somewhere the other day he has been on TV since October. It sounds right. He has been, for WWE Creative, a massive missed opportunity, probably one of the biggest missed opportunities ever. Oh, yeah. If he were then to go to AEW, I'd be very excited about that because, okay, now I get to see one of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But there, wouldn't, there would definitely be the era of, well, he didn't do what we all were hoping he would do, and now he's here. I do think that there is an element in the fans' subconscious of, well, he he failed out of out of WWE to get to here, as opposed to a guy like Mox who went out on his own terms as a massive yeah. star, yeah. Yeah. and he's there in AEW. It's like, holy crap. Like It's like if Seth, R- Seth Rollins was all of a sudden AEW, mm-hmm. that would blow minds. Yeah, I get I get the idea that you don't want the perception of AEW to be WWE's dumping ground. Yes, I understand that. Like In that. terms of just simply blowing people's minds, it's whatever the hotter hand is mm-hmm. will blow more minds. But that, I mean, I, I, th- I think that certain cases, 
Or like I'll use I'll use uh, uh, Brody Lee for an example, where he wasn't doing anything in WWE for what a year or two. Shows up in AEW, and in you know he he reinvigorates his career, and I think people are excited because of that because he's engendered a lot of goodwill from the fan base because people who has seen in a limited sample size what he can do in WWE are really excited about the possibility of him, you know, uh, being able to do that on a regular basis in another company. You know, yeah, but we, I, I think that it's exciting to 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 see the opportunity there, but I don't think it's mind blowing in the moment of the oh, debut. Is my point? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, for him to like blast our expectations out of the water the way yeah. Brody Lee did, absolutely. Yeah. And then you have Miro, where it's like, oh wow, cool, Miro's here. That's really neat. And then you see, up until very recently, you know, I mean, because I'm really excited to see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the Kip stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like, oh, he's just going to be sort of a video game guy. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Thurgood says South Park did 1.74 million at a point nine nine and 18 to 49 demo. Wow. Those are huge numbers in this yeah. day and age. Yeah. Those I didn't know South numbers. Park was still, I mean, I guess I still kind of knew it was on the air, but I don't really pay attention to it. Um, Gregory Faella, are they going to keep using the Undisputed Era beginning for NXT even though they are broken up? Oh, the intro? Are they still in it? They run an intro. NXT doesn't use an intro. Not anymore, huh? I don't think so. I haven't noticed it of late. I thought like the last time I noticed they were doing. Last time I noticed any intro, they were just doing like recaps to the music. Mm-hmm. 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 Man, I wonder if anybody's going to keep the undisputed era song. That'd be Adam Cole because it's got the boom in it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's got to be Adam Cole. Uh, Jorge D says to make NXT more fun for Steve, give some goofy uh, or '80s slash '90s type gimmicks to the tough guy gimmick wrestlers in NXT. So everybody who's pretty generic, uh, uh, badass wrestler. Well, Kyle O'Reilly has kind of got it. He's like metal. He's like Big Brother metalhead. He's Mm -hmm. Tim Leard. Mm -hmm. He's the Tim Leard. Mm -hmm. Nobody understands that because only you and I know who that is of our audience. Um, he was like my best friend's older brother who was a metalhead. I can see uh, Roderick Strong as kind of like the the high school bully type who goes and gives other kids wedgies. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That would be perfect for him. Um, what about Thatcher? Thatcher's a badass. You know who Thatcher would be? Um, uh, the 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 what's the the Breakfast Club's principal? Oh yeah, he'd be he'd be the principal that everybody's like scared of, and they're trying mm-hmm. to escape from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About carrying cross. Uh, I think I mean, don't you just go like if it's an '80s or '90s gimmicks? Don't you just go straight like Arnold with like Arnold movie star guy? With oh, him? I suppose yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of explosions on his trunk. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is a great question off the bat. Lubricant Hornet. I don't even know how this is going to go. Uh, you receive. Wow, this is great. You receive a strange VHS cassette in the mail. In it, two men who look nothing like you are claiming that they are the rightful Steve and Larson and that you've been posing as them for too long. This is a great question, by the way. They even have an army of friendos backing up their extraordinary claim. My goodness. Now let's keep this in kayfabe because obviously there are legal there are legal things we could do here. But he says, "How do you determine who gets to be the real Steve and Larson?" Well, we just fight him, don't we? 
<laughs> I think it'd be like it'd be like in a war game situation, right? I yeah. mean, would that be when we get blood and guts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah. do blood and guts. Yeah, and like get Rawgate involved, and I guess it's just whoever goes through, like whoever is tossed back into Rawgate, because clearly mm-hmm. this is some sort of Rawgate situation. Seemingly, yeah, seemingly. What's happening here? Yes. Uh, Third good makes a correction. Says sorry, wrong demo number for South Park. Point nine nine was male, eighteen to forty nine overall. Eighteen to forty nine was point eight two. Still pretty darn good. That's really good. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Uh, this is a good question from Gareth. Mm-hmm. What's something you remember happening in wrestling, but it never actually happened? Something that what? Something that you you remember happening in wrestling, but it never actually happened. Oh, what a great question. So we're doing research for SummerSlam '98, and. I thought, I swear to God, I thought that Triple H actually hurt his knee in that match. And he didn't. And I swear I thought that right that the Raw after that, uh, uh, that SummerSlam, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he came out on crutches and vacated the IC title. That image is in my fucking mind. Never happened. And it never happened. Like he did have to, he, he, did, he did vacate it. But it, I don't think, from what I understand, like I could not find a segment where that happened on camera. Yep, and it certainly didn't happen the time frame that you thought it happened. No, like he was wrestling again for like he a month, for a month and a half. Yeah, like he did have a bad knee going mm-hmm. into the match mm-hmm. from like just previous stuff, but he wrestled for like a month after that. Uh, you got one. A good question. You got one. Oh, uh, my, my memory is so bad that you know I could. Basically everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember WrestleMania 6, Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin like it was yesterday. Yeah, man. Was yeah. Huge moment for for the Texas Rattlesnake that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear and Loathe says, 90s Stephen Larson had starter jackets. That's correct. I did have starter jacket. With JNCO jeans. Never had those. Mm-mm. In Vans. I did wear Vans on a couple occasions. I wasn't, an, I wasn't a big like spender on clothes. Like I never had a starter jacket. Uh, the only question is, how long was your chain wallet? I have never had a chain wallet. Never. I think I owned one, but I never used it. I was like, this isn't me. This isn't for me. But Je- Jeff had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, wasn't, just, this is kind of what I thought, too. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Brownie says, what EO said in Japanese to Raquel was, I didn't forget what you did to me. Ooh, that's interesting. That's interesting. All right. We're going to call it a day. We'll hang out here on the Twitch for a little bit. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.